Zoe Parker hurried into the hospital and up to the desk. I'm here for Esmeralda Parker. The nurse frowned and lifted her hands to the keyboard. Zoe held in a sigh. Sapphire. Sapphire Parker. The nurse smiled. Of course, you must be Zoe. I see the family resemblance. I'm Mary Josephine Harris, but everyone calls me Mary Jo. I'm a Texas transplant, but you probably figured that from the accent. Zoe nodded. It had crossed her mind that Mary Jo didn't exactly sound like a local. Her poofy hair and big toothy smile were also dead giveaways. People from the North tended to be a bit more stoic. Maybe it was the cold. We didn't figure you'd be able to make it right away, but I'm sure glad you did, Mary Jo said. Your aunt's been raising a ruckus. I'm sure, Zoe mumbled. Her great-aunt Esmeralda, who insisted on being called by her mystical name, Sapphire, was an expert at raising a ruckus. It was probably embedded in her DNA. There was no end to the tales the fine people of everlasting Maine could tell about Sapphire Parker, the crazy cat lady who lived in the old lighthouse and used an adult tricycle as her main form of transportation. Her backup vehicle was her Nikes, she liked to say. But despite her many eccentricities, Sapphire held a special place in Zoe's heart. So when she'd received a call telling her that her aunt had fallen and was unconscious with a concussion, Zoe had made a hasty phone call to her employer and hopped on the next plane out of Los Angeles. Between the waiting, the flight, and the drive in the rental car, Zoe had spent eleven hours in commute. She was exhausted, starving to death, and in desperate need of a shower and a breath mint. But she wasn't going anywhere until she made sure her aunt was okay. She's in room 28, Mary Jo said, and pointed to the double doors to her right. Visiting hours ended at nine, but I know you've been traveling a while. Go on back, but don't stay too long. She needs her rest. Zoe started to ask the nurse for more details of her aunt's condition, but decided against it. She could always ask on her way out. Better to head to her aunt's room now, while Mary Jo was giving her a pass. If a doctor saw her, that leniency would probably be over. She thanked the nurse and passed through the double doors the nurse had indicated. The intensive care unit lettering on the door made her tense up. Just how bad off was Sapphire? She located room 28 and slipped inside. The overhead light was off, leaving only the soft light from the hospital bed to illuminate the room. Her aunt was propped up a bit, her head turned to the side. Her long, wavy hair, dyed sapphire color, stuck out from her head in every direction, and her face was so pale that Zoe yanked her gaze to the heart monitor. If it hadn't been for the steady pulse moving across the screen, she would have thought her aunt had passed. She was so still. Zoe stepped up to the side of the bed and felt a wave of guilt course through her. Sapphire had just turned eighty years old, but she'd never looked her age. Even though she was pale and had dark circles under her eyes, her skin still looked like that of a much younger person. But looks were deceiving. Sapphire might appear younger, but the calendar didn't lie. You should have visited her. Zoe put her hands on the bed railing and clutched the cold metal. 
When she'd first left Everlasting, after graduating from college, Sapphire had asked every holiday for Zoe to come home and celebrate with her, like the old times. At first, it had been easy to say no. Zoe was a meteorologist, and the new person on the job always had to work holidays. It's not like the weather stopped changing so the entire staff could have time off. So she'd worked holidays and spent her vacation time at workshops and conferences, pursuing certificates that said she was an expert in this and that, all so that she could get a promotion and be on the air. Working in the background, feeding all the cool weather information to the on-air personalities so that they could get all the credit and the glory, wasn't what Zoe aspired to. She loved the weather, had been fascinated by it since she was a little girl, and more than anything, she wanted to share that passion with as many people as possible.